Hi there, Hudlers. Thanks for your time. I appreciate the chance to spend time with you this week. So rumination as a repetitive negative thinking state is triggered by pervasive negative beliefs. It's a sticky thinking pattern that shows up habitually when triggered by certain environmental or internal states. Let's talk more about the difference between um, the relationship between pervasive negative beliefs and rumination. As we talk about a lot, high anxiety isn't the consequence of just lots and lots of anxiety, but rather it's the anxiety state plus a secondary interpretation of that state as a threat itself. We also call this second fear. Similarly, depression isn't lots and lots of sadness, but rather an uncomfortable feeling like sadness, guilt, loneliness, or anger, plus an interpretation of that feeling that you are hopeless, helpless, or worthless because of it. As an example, everyone feels lonely sometimes. Loneliness can be a clean or clear emotion if you notice it and think, everyone feels this way sometimes. It's painful to feel isolated and disconnected. If you don't add any more to that, the feeling is likely to peak and pass or to give you information on an action that might be beneficial for you, like reaching out to a friend. A more common experience of loneliness is that when the feeling of loneliness shows up, you think, what's wrong with me? Why do I always feel this way? I'm such a loser for feeling like this. These, th these thoughts are likely to trigger feelings of hopelessness, helplessness, or worthlessness. Specifically, helplessness is thinking like, there's nothing I can do to make this better. Hopelessness is thinking things like, things are always gonna be this way. And worthlessness is thinking things like, this is because of me, I'm worthless and unlovable. Uh, behavioral activation is the main intervention for these types of thoughts and feelings because we wanna give your body the opposite experience. We want you to experience behaviors and feelings that make you think, things in my life change. My life can change based on my action. People like me and I feel connected to them when I take effective action. That said, I'm, a, I'm aware that worthlessness often feels like a blanket. If you're starting to or have lost interest in activities you usually find pleasurable, it's the feeling of worthlessness that's clouding your interests. You often have to act as though you aren't feeling hopeless, helpless, or worthless over and over to get these feelings to actually fade. Think of it like doing lots and lots of exposures before a trigger no longer gives you any anxiety. So what can we learn about rumination from what we know about worry? Rumination is to your past what worry is to your future. When anxious, you're prone to ask what if. When hopeless, helpless, or worthless, you're prone to ask why. You will likely have the urge to replay past memories and attempt to figure out why you feel the way you do and whether or not you deserve it. This is called rumination. Worry is a repetitive negative thinking state triggered by anxiety sensitivity and intolerance of uncertainty, and often other mechanisms too, as we discussed. When you perceive a threat, your body experiences fight or flight sensations and catastrophic future-oriented thinking. To overcome worry, you have to predict that it's coming and then get ready to distance yourself from your catastrophic thoughts. If, when a what-if thought shows up, you engage it and keep it going, you're gonna fall into a worry spiral. We wanna learn to use the same skills with the urge to ruminate. That is, we want to try to predict the triggers that provoke feelings of hopelessness, helplessness, and worthlessness, and then have a plan for redirecting your attention back to the present moment, rather than ruminating about the past. Let's discuss the difference between rumination and introspection. Introspection is a chosen thinking state. Like cho choosing to be in a conversation with a friend and choosing whether to discuss a certain topic or change the topic, introspection is a chosen conversation with yourself. You can either keep it going or choose to think about something else. You don't have to figure out whatever you're thinking about at that very moment. Reflective introspection starts and stops based on your decisions. 
Reflective in introspection is different than rumination, the way problem solving is different than worrying. During both reflective introspection and problem solving, you're choosing to bring your attention to the relevant topics and your attention towards them is one of curiosity and hopefulness. Put differently, attempting to problem solve or reflect assumes that your action will have positive consequences. It's an assumption of hope. So to overcome rumination, let's make a plan. You first want to self-monitor to trigger, uh, to figure out what your triggers are for the feelings of hopelessness, helplessness, or worthlessness. Um, you want to use behavioral activation to redirect yourself to the present moment when depression zaps your energy. You want to write out memories that your mind often uses against you when you're ruminating so you can use them, you can predict your triggers later. And you want to make a plan to discuss content about which you actually feel hopeless, helpless, worthless, or worthless. We can't prevent feelings like sadness, loneliness, guilt, or anger from arising, but we can work on how we respond to these feelings. You're on your way towards overcoming depression if, when you feel these feelings, you challenge the urge to ruminate in both your actions and your thoughts. If you're having trouble consistently challenging the belief that the beliefs that maintain rumination, group therapy is a great uh, place to discuss where you get stuck. So let's pick up there. Can't wait to see you this week.